Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Yeah, I don't know. You know, he got the first hitter out pretty quick, and I think he got ahead of the second hitter and ended up losing him. And then I think he was ahead of the next guy, 0-2, and hit him in the foot with a backdoor or inside-type slider, uh, back foot slider. And, you know, then you saw what happened after that. But, uh, yeah, it's really hard to say. You know, I think when they hit the home run, the grand slam, it kind of got to him a little bit, obviously. And that's that's maybe to be expected. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. of the NCAA Regionals is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. Welcome out of bounds from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, John Neighbors, and Fayetteville getting a set for the regional today between TCU and Arkansas. Arkansas has an uphill battle. They made it to the final but they have to win two games the day to advance on to the Super Regionals. But we're getting you all set here on Out of Bounds. It's going to be another short show. We're in a pregame mode, getting us ready for the game today. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, look at this. We have a, have a weekend of baseball, and then uh, on a Friday and Monday, get a little shortened out of bounds action. But, hey, that's the way it goes with the rain delays and everything. But hopefully uh, today ends up being a long day at Baumwalker Stadium because, as you mentioned, Arkansas has got to win, too, if they want to keep it going. And uh, that's not an easy task to ask of anybody, especially when they t- played two games already yesterday. Yeah, whenever you, you play that 1-0 game, and uh, we talk about how it's important to get off to a fast start, but you want to win that first game, but it's even more important. You win that first game, you need to win that second game because now you're behind it where you're fighting the uphill battle of the team that wins that 1-0 game. They have to lose twice now to be eliminated from the regional, and that's what any team in this position would be facing, and that's where Arkansas find themselves. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, it's just the way uh, baseball is. It's a funny sport. It's like a cruel mistress type of thing where you just never really know. I mean, sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. And, you know, yesterday's game against TCU, we knew it was going to be a tough battle. We know that those teams have faced each other before. And we knew TCU was on, TCU was on a hot streak. Uh, they were just uh, really catching fire. And I think uh, seeing Arkansas get shelled in the beginning like they did was just surprising. You know, it's not something we have seen very often. And uh, for that to happen in the way that happened, especially against Hagen Smith, uh, you got to give a lot of kudos to TCU. They have figured something out, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's something about the pitchers that they're facing, whether it's just their bats getting hot, whether it's just trying to figure out, you know, how things are going. But whatever it is, they are on a tear. And uh, you're kind of hoping that something can happen today that can slow them down a little bit and get things to go a little bit more in the favor of Arkansas because, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a buzzsaw. You know, we talk about with the UConn and basketball and uh, not making excuses. You still want to win games, but they, they certainly seem to be the buzzsaw right now, TCU that is, because they are just killing folks right now. A lot of credit goes to Trey Richardson, who had an incredible day. He had 11 RBI, three home runs, altogether five hits, so just played out of his mind yesterday, including two grand slams. That's something 
that's pretty unheard of. You don't see that quite a bit. And he was able to deliver yesterday, and that went a long way towards TCU getting out ahead early. And uh, they pretty much put the game away early. Even though Arkansas gave some fight at the end and hit some home runs, the game was out of hand after uh, the second inning. Oh, yeah, it, it was over pretty quickly. And you could tell it was just next level with uh, with Richardson. You mentioned him. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, you talk about two grand slams and, and back-to-back innings. It's That's unheard of. And then throwing into the mix that that guy only had two home runs this season heading into the game. Two. And he hits three yesterday. It was, it was incredible. And, you know, sometimes in baseball or just in any sports, you see guys that step up. And maybe sometimes it's the unsung heroes. Sometimes it's guys that may not have performed uh, well at other times, but they answered the call in a game. That was definitely Richardson's game yesterday when he got 11, 11 uh, RBIs, which was an NCAA, tied an NCAA record for postseason play for a single game of RBIs by one player. Uh, yeah, it was just they were a force, and it it was frustrating. I know to like fans and everybody because of the couple lightning delays that happened yesterday, and, and everyone just wanted the game to end, just end it as quickly as possible because they needed to move on. And uh, I guess if you look for silver linings, uh, Arkansas playing in that game, they got to save a lot of their pitching, or at least as much as they possibly could. And uh, hopefully that's something that helps them out today. But uh, that, again, it's it's just something to where if uh, you run into a team like TCU, you're going to have to score a ton of runs in the way that they've been scoring. So, yeah, pitching's important, but Arkansas's offense and the bats need to get going too because you don't need to get down like you did yesterday early, 5 nothing, 6 nothing, something like that after a couple of innings, and then try to claw your way back. That's not exactly a recipe for success against a team like TCU. Let's hear from Coach Van Horn on uh, some reaction from yesterday's games. And, of course, played TCU in the early game, and then you lose that game, and now you have to go to an elimination game against Santa Clara, the team that they saw in the first game. They were able to get it done against Santa Clara last night. Yeah, just a great job by our guys, you know, hanging in there the second game. Um, Obviously, the first game was super long. I got out of hand early. just, uh, I mean, they just jumped all over us and, and made us pay for every pitch that wasn't located and, uh, you know, give them credit, TCU. But then second game, I thought we did a great job. Just came out, uh, got a walk and, and a first pitch double, advanced a runner and then sack fly. It was uh, it was a good inning and just uh, guys had a little bit of a, have a little bit of an attitude for a team that just kind of got it handed to them, so I appreciate that. And uh, we beat a good team today that second game. They're, Santa Clara is a solid team, veterans, and uh, they can hit and pitch and field. And, you know, two good wins against them in this tournament. So can't really remember that first game too much because it seemed like uh, after the third inning it was kind of a little bit of a blur. Now, Arkansas jumped on Santa Clara early in that game. They got out to a 4 nothing lead. Santa Clara actually bounced back, and uh, they scored three runs in the bottom of the sixth. It made it a closer game, but then pretty much Arkansas was able to put it away with a Kendall Diggs home run in the, bottom, in, in the uh, eighth inning, in the top of the eighth inning. Santa Clara once again scored a run after that to make it a closer game. So it was a hard-fought win. Here's Coach Van Horn on guys hitting home runs. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, obviously the first game, that's kind of how we scored. We hit some home runs. Um, You know, it's good to see, you know, Wagner hit that home run tonight. And, you know, Josenberger hit a couple in the first game, took took a couple of walks in both games. But, uh, you know, just to, uh, you know, just to to put some good swings out there on especially that second game because I know our guys were they were tired um, the ball that Kendall hit out if you go back and look at it it was a good pitch it was probably a ball and it was down and I don't he just went down and got it shot it out of there but uh, you know you, whenever you're facing a good team a lot of times at this level to score you've got to hit it out of the park and we did that a couple times a day and it gave us a chance to separate just a little bit they did a good job of first game you realize that it's over there's nothing you can do there and so towards the end of the game you get the guys out that are going to be performing for you that you're counting on in game two and so 
they were able to get some younger players, some experience on the field. Not that it really mattered in that first game, but if your season is able to continue on somehow, if you're able to win two games today, got some players, some experience, some guys that you may need to depend on later, and Austin Ledbetter was one of those guys that really pitched well in, in a stretch in the TCU game. Didn't matter, but the effort was there from, it didn't matter as far as the result, but the effort was there from Austin Ledbetter. Yeah, it's like you just, uh, you want to be able to get guys that, you know, not only the experience, but just to show some fight, get some sort of positivity going and be able to look back and say, okay, you know, we liked what he did here. And, you know, it's a confidence level for these guys, too, because, you know, like today, we know that Cody Adcock's going to be starting for Arkansas, and he's an experienced guy. And even uh, Dave Van Horn alluded to the pitching and saying it's not good just because of the situation and having to do two games. But if they find a way to get through this first game, then think about what, you know, the second game may look like. I mean, you may have to see guys that you haven't seen very much. You may have to see a, uh, a Fouch getting in there or uh, maybe a Bybee getting in there. Uh, you know, you've seen them before, but at least not into the, uh, the games and not into the situations that they find themselves in. So it's going to be all hands on deck. Like Everybody's going to have to be ready to go today. And, and that includes guys uh, that I've already pitched this weekend. In fact, I think Dave Van Horn even said that the uh, the only pitchers they're not going to be able to go with today is going to be Brady Tigert and uh, Will McIntyre just because of the amount of pitches they had. But it's like everybody else is ready. I think we'll see Hagen Smith. I think we'll see Hunter Holland. I think we'll see Gage Wood. I think we'll see uh, you know uh, Zach Morris once again. We'll see pretty much everybody, and you're going to have to be ready for it. And this is this is go time. This is gut check time. And uh, you know these are the, this is the moment that they've all been working towards, and they're going to have to bring it. But you know with the way TCU's hitting. It's hard to hard to be able to really feel good about it, but I still think that with these guys and, and what they've been doing and all year long, uh, they should be ready and rested and hopefully uh, able to answer the call and get there for the moment. That's going to be important. Also, Caleb Kelly played that second game, and he played at second base, taking Peyton Holt's place. Peyton Holt dealing with an injury. Yeah, it's more of a spasm. It's just locked up and where he can hardly move. So... Um, I don't know. You know, we'll see how he feels tomorrow. You know, they've got him on all kinds of medicine, so we'll see if something kicks in. And, but he was moving around a lot better in the dugout. But I don't want to put him out there and he takes a swing or two and he can't move again. I pull him out again. It's not, I, I would say right now, no. Now we're about 40 minutes away from game time. Any kind of update on Peyton Holden, his status? Uh, it doesn't look like he's playing. Uh, the lineup has been released, and it's, they're going with the same deal that they did yesterday with McLaughlin at third base and Caleb Cowley at second. So uh, at least not in the starting lineup, he's, he's going to be in there and uh, for this game against TCU. But just from, from what I understand and what I've heard is I know that he had to have an MRI. Uh, they, they say it, it spasms and everything, which I, I believe is the case, but uh, it certainly doesn't look like it's something that uh, he'll be ready to go at any point in time today. I would be surprised seeing him in there. Uh, now, next week, if they get by that point, then maybe we'll be able to do it. But uh, as of right now, it looks like they're just trying to trying to make sure that they uh, nurse it and not overdo it. Because, hey, listen, he's a great player, and they'd love to have him out there. But as Dave Van Horn said right there, he's like, we don't want to put him out there. And then he ends up being having an, an issue once again and not being able to move. They don't want to do that. It's about player safety. So uh, I would be shocked if we see him out there today. But... You know, that's, again, it's been that next man up mentality all year long, and it's going to have to be that once again with uh, McLaughlin at third and having Caleb Galley over at second. Coach Van Horn also talked about the pitching situation going into this game against TCU and commented about playing TCU again. Uh, it's not good. I mean, I don't even know who we're going to pitch. You, normally I do, and I just don't tell you. I don't know this time for sure. I don't know who we're going to pitch. And, uh, We'll just have to uh, talk to him in the morning. Um, you know, there's a couple of guys that maybe threw a little bit today or one that threw a little today that could start. And you get into maybe some younger guys that be tough throwing them out there in this situation. Well, I'm glad we, you know, get to play another day. You know, you always, when you play this game, anything can happen. So uh, I think that we knew that we had somebody just waiting to pitch and make it a little bit easier but uh, we're going to have to have somebody really step it up tomorrow and give us some innings and, and we're going to have to score we got to score but I'm glad we're playing so overall John what's the vibe and uh, are there 
many fans there. What's the turnout looking like around Bomb Stadium as we are about 40 minutes away? Yeah, I mean the turnout's looking pretty solid for for all things considered. I mean, still a you know a Monday at two o'clock in the afternoon for the first pitch, and so uh, it's not going to be a. I don't expect it to be eleven, twelve thousand people here, but uh, just looking outside, it still looks like it's going pretty strong. Flow looks pretty good, and. Uh, the hog pen, of course, people are out in line once again, too. But, you know, I think after yesterday's game against TCU, I'm not saying that uh, Razorback fans feel defeated, but in a way they do just because of not only the way that they lost and how long it took, but also knowing what they're going to have to do and overcome. And you add up the injuries that have already been going on this year. And then, But Peyton Holt, who was a guy who was so good and a nice little spark, uh, him being out, it's hard for people to really, you know, feel good about winning two today. It's not to say it doesn't, ha- it won't happen. Like Dave Van Horn says, it's, you know, you got to have a crazy day today, and that's the baseball, and anything can happen. That's absolutely true. But I mean, for crying out loud, you're, you're having to throw out uh, a lot of guys and moving positions in regional that you shouldn't normally have to do. And again, we know Adcock's starting today, but. Besides that, we we don't know what the direction they're going to go. We don't know if they're going to try to you know throw in Hagen Smith you know in this first game after Adcock or do you know do they go with Hunter Holland? They don't really know and they don't really know how long it can go. So it's the mystery and uh, the uh, uncertainty of it all. I think has people just kind of up in the air of like not feeling good about it, but just being hopeful that something something can just spark. Maybe somebody on Arkansas can have a a Trey Richardson type of day or something like that. You know, they're, they're just hopeful that one of the things that can go their way goes their way and they can at least make this interesting in going into two games today. Here's Coach Van Horn on who's not available to pitch and also on young pitchers that are having to give it a go. Tiger Tiger won't be available. I'm not throwing him tomorrow. So I guess other than that, I don't think I'd throw Will. Will would have to I don't he'd have to talk us into it. So I don't I don't know. What do you think about you know the 18 innings you potentially have tomorrow, and you might start thinking that some of those young guys might have to come through for you on the mound. You know, what what, what do you think about the possibility of maybe one of those guys stepping up to give you something special? Yeah, I mean they're going to have to. You know, Wood's probably going to have to pitch, and Fouch, and some of these guys are going to have to get on the mound and give us more than one inning. Um, you know, we're just going to that first game. We'll just do whatever we got to do to win it, and we survive it. You know. You never know when you get down to one game. Anything, anything can happen. So, uh, I've been a part of some crazy days. It's going to take a crazy day for us to win two tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll get into more of reacting from not only today's game or games, Arkansas TCU, but more of what happened over the weekend. But last night the NBA Finals are now tied at one. The Miami Heat win 111-108 over the Denver Nuggets, so now they return to Miami for a couple of games, tied at 1-1 with uh, the Nuggets and Heat. Yeah, I got a chance to uh, watch a little bit of that and uh, at least follow around with it. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I still think the Nuggets are going to win it, but that's how huge is that just to get that one game on the road for Miami and uh, have it to where you take home home court advantage and heading back to Miami. So that's huge. So it should be an entertaining uh, series and hopefully it continues to be an entertaining deal where you got a lot of back and forth. But, yeah, big big time win there for Miami. That's what we're looking forward to. Um, there was a lot of talk going into this series that pretty much a foregone conclusion. Everybody felt like the Nuggets were going to win and win easily. And so now it's good to see that the Heat won the game and that we have a series here. And we can be excited about seeing what happens moving forward. Well, John, hopefully good things happen for the Razorbacks. And uh, we're talking about a couple of wins here tomorrow. But this is it for Out of Bounds today, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow to recap everything that happened. Positive vibes only. Let's see how it goes, and hopefully it's a good one tomorrow. Guadi Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. They've been in business 60-plus years with an award-winning sales and service staff. Give them a call at 501-982-2102 or shop them online at GuadiChevrolet.com. At GuadneyChevrolet.com, you can check out their inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles. You can even appraise a vehicle on GuadneyChevrolet.com. See just how much your vehicle is worth. Guadney Chevrolet has given up to 4000 over book value on trade-ins, and also you can sell a vehicle to Guadney Chevrolet. Check out the new Suburbans and Tahoes, along with Silverado, Blazer, Equinox, and my favorite, Malibu. 
Guadagno Chevrolet also has convenient Saturday service hours from 7 a.m. till noon. So if you need to get a vehicle service, contact Guadney Chevrolet for that as well. Guadney Chevrolet is located off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. At Twin Peaks, sports and scenic views go hand in hand. Twin Peaks is your ultimate sports lodge with a menu to match. Pair any of our made-from-scratch menu items with a frosty 29-degree draft beer served by a beautiful Twin Peaks girl, and you're in for a legendary sports-watching experience. Twin Peaks has convenient seating inside and out, and a fire pit outside to keep you warm on those crisp, cool nights. And with the wall-to-wall TVs at Twin Peaks, you'll never miss a play. Catch all the sports this season, whether it's NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, boxing, and UFC. It's all at Twin Peaks. You have two happy hours to choose from, one from 2 to 7, and another from 10 to close. Get lunch at Twin Peaks featuring savory soups, salads, and a variety of sandwiches. There's a contactless menu option, which means you just scan the QR code on your table and browse the menu. Order online courtesy of DoorDash, Postmates, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Hey everybody, it's John Neighbors, and I'm here to tell you about Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Listen, we know that sports are in full focus right now for so many of you. College football may have come to an end, but the NFL playoffs are starting up. We know NBA games are going on, and we know you're going to watch them. So if you're going to watch them, why not make some money on them too with Bet Saracen? You can check them out on the App Store at Bet Saracen and also BetSaracen.com for more information there as well. Here's the thing: the Bet Saracen app is the easiest and best app in the entire state and it's as close as just your cell phone which is probably in your hands right now which hopefully you're not driving but with NFL and NBA basketball you want to follow the odds favorites and underdogs Bet Saracen is where you want to be and you have to realize that Vegas odds are one thing but you have to be there legally to bet but here in Arkansas that's why you have the Bet Saracen app to help you out with so for the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info you need to be on the Bet Saracen app it's simple just go to the app store and download Bet Saracen or go to BetSaracen.com and be sure to check out the really cool video of how to play featuring Jancy Sheets with Bet Saracen. Hey everybody, it's John Neighbors. I gotta tell you about Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. They've been doing business since 1957 and to this day remains the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership in all the land. I can tell you from personal experience, I went and bought my own truck from there and I would not change anything about the experience. Not only did they have exactly the type of truck that I was looking for, but they made sure that they got me into the vehicle at a price that I could afford and making it very easy to make it all happen. I loved going over there and getting a vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet. They have award-winning sales and service, a friendly, no-pressure environment, and the best thing about it is they have been family-owned by Arkansans since 1957. So they have a great service department, so once you do buy your vehicles, you can keep bringing it back because they will always make sure that your vehicle gets taken care of. So check out Guatney Chevrolet 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville, and you can always shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Guatney Chevrolet. the broadcast, please call the Arkansas Studio Hotline at 336-831-0825. If you have satellite issues, please call 573-893-1955. Coming up on 30 seconds until airtime. Mark, 30 seconds until airtime. Once again, stations, 336-831-0825 for technical issues and 573-893-1955 for satellite issues. Stations, your final time cue will be with 15 seconds until airtime. Mark, 15 seconds until airtime. I can see them in their coaches' meetings saying, "Murray's the head of the snake," you know, not not Jokic. Like like, yeah. you, if you just look at it, you go, "Well, Jokic is the head of the snake." Mm-hmm. When you play a team, you sort of realize, "Wait a second, like that guy's gonna he's gonna dominate no matter what we do." So yeah. we got this is the head of the snake, and I think they just decided Murray's the guy we got to stop. So you start love put Jimmy Butler on Murray and then you saw like they were blitzing Murray quite a bit yeah. and uh, really trying everything to take him out of the game. 
Why? Let's there you have it. Me. That was. I'm sorry. My, I hear Molly's voice there, Molly. I mean, I, I, I wanted to make sure that you were back. I'm happy good. to lead this conversation. All right, you're back. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Someone want to put me on camera? What, what's our game plan here? That's exactly okay. true, because I, I only see the three of us on camera. I don't see Molly on camera. It's so all good. I, know you I, back. I, I, I appreciate you, Stephen okay. A. It's all good. Uh, Stephen A., let me ask you this. Bigger key, do you feel like it's stopping Jokic or Murray? Well, for me, it's always been Murray. Um, and it's not to imply that Murray is better than Jokic, and Jokic is not the best player in the world at this particular moment in time. It's simply to point out that when you look at the formula that has worked for the Denver Nuggets, I'm one of those guys of the mindset that when Jamal Murray gets flowing, Denver looks unbeatable. And I used this comparison, to, I think, both of you last week. I know at least you, JJ, but I think I said it to you as well, Big Perk. When you look at Jokic and he's on the basketball court, and you see his greatness being put on display, you say, wow, this brother's great. When you see Jamal Murray and he gets going, you look at Denver and you say, they're unstoppable. It's just a different effect. We watched Jokic drop 53 against the Phoenix Suns and they still lose a game. We've seen him score over 40 and they still lose a game. When Jamal Murray has hit 40% or better from three-point range, the Denver Nuggets have been undefeated in this postseason. And so when I'm looking at him and the effect that he has, when he gets going, I think that Denver, there is no answer for them. But if Jokic is doing his thing like he did last night, dropping 41, but just getting four assists and not being able to facilitate facilitate or other guys not being able to capitalize on what he facilitates for them, then Denver can be had. That's just how I view them. That's how I've looked at them throughout this postseason, JJ and Big, and Big Perk. Well, Stephen A., I tend to agree with you on this. Um, going back to Steve Kerr's quote, I'm not sure, I'm not sure the idiom really works here because uh, as far as I know, the head of the snake is, is the leader of the team, and, and Jokic is that. He's the best player. Uh, but I do think... The ability to limit Murray, uh, limit Murray. Again, he had 18 and 10 last night. It's not like he had a horrible game. But the flow was so different. And Perk talked about the physicality. We talked about the switching and all that stuff. Um, I don't know that the formula is just say, oh, we're going to make Jokic a score. Because he's, he's so good at figuring out defenses. Uh, they're going to make adjustments. But as you mentioned, you brought up the Murray stats when he goes off and they win. With Jokic, they're now 0-4 when he has 40 or more this season, 0-3 in the playoffs. So, clearly there's something there. Uh, the assist opportunities last night was one of the most surprising stats that I saw this morning. Jokic only had nine assist opportunities last night, ended up with four assists. Bam talked about the cuts and how important that is to their offense. And that's where Miami did such a good job of off-ball awareness, off-ball switching, they were locked into the body, so you have to give them a lot of credit. I actually think the Jokic-Murray two-man game and the Bam-Jimmy combination of guarding them, it all goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Because if they can't create an opportunity where a third defender comes in that two-man game and they can play that action too, straight up with just Bam and Jimmy, then all of a sudden you're eliminating those cuts. You're eliminating those opportunities for Jokic to spray out for threes for Michael Porter Jr. or KCP. And so that's where I think the Miami Heat did such a great job last night of limiting the actual opportunities. It wasn't just about the one-on-one -on -one play of Jokic in the post and not doubling him. It was really about how they guarded the two-man action and not having to bring in a third defender. 103.7 The Buzz. You have y'all have no argument from me. I just want to give two people flowers real quick. I want to give Jimmy Butler a lot of credit because in this new day, in new day and age in the NBA, we don't see best players guarding best players no more. We saw that last night. Now Spoke probably challenged Jimmy, but Jimmy accepted the challenge all game long for his guarding uh, Jamal Murray. I wish we could see more of that. Guys guarding each other. Best player on best player, not this guy has a defensive assignment. That's the first thing. The second thing, the more that I watch Jokic, we know he's one of the most, if not the best passing big to ever play the game. 
His offensive skill set for us getting buckets, he's the most skilled big I ever laid my eyes on. When I watched him last night, and I watched what he did, the behind the backs, getting to the lane, uh, every shot that he takes, I feel like is going in the damn basket. He took the ball coast to coast, and that finish at the rim, which should have been an and one, I was in disbelief. He's shooting 47% from the three. Can't leave him open there because it's automatic. He's a hell of a free throw shooter. I, I, I don't know if people realize how hard those touch shots are that he make inside the paint and around the block area. When it comes down to skill, and there's no disrespect to Akeem Olajuwon, there's no disrespect to all the greats that came before him, I have never been more confident or see a guy that get buckets like Jokic and the way he's able to do it. And like Stephen A. say, the man can't even jump on the damn curb. Hell, he can't even do a calf raise. This is solely based on skill. He is the most skilled center I have ever laid my eyes on when it comes to getting buckets. Uh, well, he's special. Yeah. No doubt about that. He's especially the lead. I'm not sure I'm ready. I'm not sure I'm ready to say that over Olajuwon. I got to think about that just a little bit, but he's definitely in the conversation. Jokic is very, very skilled. I'm not taking anything away. And in terms of Jimmy Buckets, like you said, he's held, um, what is it? He held uh, uh, Jamal Murray to like three of eight shooting, two of five from three-point range, about 38% shooting, something like that. I think it's 37%. Caleb Martin. Uh, he did a good job on Jamal Murray as well. Two of eight shooting, all four from three-point range, 25% shooting on the part of Jamal Murray when being guarded by Caleb Martin. So we got to pay. We got to give him some props in that regard as well because we damn sure can't give Caleb Martin props for his offense in these first two games of this in the NBA Finals. We got to give him props for his defense at the least. Uh, two, two things real quick. Perk, you're, you're, I, I love that you're coming around on Jokic. It's, it's, it's incredible, actually. Uh, but there, there were so many, yeah. there were so many times last it's no night. Hit. JJ, it's no hold, hold hit on. I don't, I don't hold grudges. I don't hold grudges. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's incredible. It's an incredible transformation. That's all I'm saying. Man, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go That's ahead. all I'm saying. There were so many times last night. You know, I, I keep notes during the game on my phone. There were so, so many times last night. I would just, you know, time and score. Jokic, tough bucket. Time and score. Jokic, tough bucket. Uh, the shot making w was incredible last night. Uh, on the Jamal Murray front, though, I, w I wanted to say this. What makes Jamal unique in a lot of ways is his ability to play on and off the ball. And they have a bunch of sets and a bunch of actions and a bunch of ways to flow into offense without him always having to initiate the action with, it, with the ball in his hands. To me, that's got to be the adjustment for the Denver Nuggets. Get him off the ball a little bit. Go set the screen, then get into the action. Uh, and, and, and maybe they switch it, maybe they don't. Maybe Jimmy continues to chase as he did for most of game one or game two. But to me, you've got to give Jamal Murray a little more separation, a little more space to operate because he just didn't have a lot of that last night. He didn't have a lot of that last night. It's going to be really interesting to see what, what a Jimmy Butler and a Caleb Martin does against them as the series progresses. I also want to point out bench production. Taylor, two halves. Ben Denver had the advantage in the first half, outscoring mm -hmm. Miami 20-5 to five from his bench. But obviously Miami returned the favor. I think it was like 21-8 to eight in the second half. Uh, obviously Duncan Robinson had a lot to do with that with his fourth quarter. We've got to pay attention to that, too, because as the series progresses, again, you ain't going to just be able to rely on your start five. You're going to need somebody coming off your bench to produce something for you in order to win this series. Quick yes or no answer before we go to break here. JJ, I'll come to you first. Regardless of the changes and if they stick with Butler and Murray, et cetera, you're still confident Denver's winning the series? Yes, a mild level of confidence. Stephen A., you're still confident Denver? I got Denver win I've, got, I've got Denver winning the series in six games. Okay. Would it surprise me if it's seven, but I got them winning in six. And Perk, I know where you are. Miami all day. All right, up next. Yeah. The Suns hired Frank Vogel as their new head coach, but does Stephen A. think Vogel can lead KD and Booker to the finals? Stay tuned for that. And later, Michael Malone went in on a team after the Game 2 loss. You don't want to miss what he said in J.J. and Kirk's reaction. It's first take. Come on back.
Are you ready for a fresh new bath or shower? Well, now is the best time with 50% off installation and no interest and no payments for one year. Hi, I'm Christina, and it's time to flip your old worn-out bath or shower with Jacuzzi Bath Remodel today. Everyone knows the Jacuzzi brand. They're the most trusted name in water for over 60 years. But did you know they can install a gorgeous bath or shower that feels incredible in as little as one day? It's no stress and no mess with a lifetime warranty. Now let's talk beauty. You deserve to start and end your day in a beautiful space that feels great and is custom designed just for you. So call or go online now to see the Christina preferred designs like Canyon, Farm, and Urban. Now that's the total bathroom beauty that I love at a price you can afford. And how about safety? Like an ultra low profile, easy entry shower complete with grab bars and a custom design seat. You deserve safety and peace of mind without sacrificing style. Because with all the worries in daily life, taking a shower shouldn't be one of them. Every time I stepped over my old tub, I worried I might fall. I don't have those fears anymore. Jacuzzi Bath Remodel gave me a gorgeous shower that's safe too. I've been trying to get him to remodel that bath for years. I called and they didn't just one day. And at a price we could afford. With one call to Jacuzzi Bath Remodel, you can effortlessly transform that old, ugly eyesore into the stunning bath or shower of your dreams that you'll love for years to come. Call or go online now to JacuzziBathRemodel.com to get 50% off installation. Plus, ask how you may qualify for no interest and no payments for 12 months. And when you call right now, we'll give you our complete safety upgrade for free. Go to JacuzziBathRemodel.com or call 800-993-4841. That's 800-993-4841. Call now. Join American Cruise Lines on an extraordinary journey along the Columbia and Snake Rivers. Follow the legendary route of Lewis and Clark and experience award-winning shore excursions to the most amazing destinations, including Mount St. Helens, Multnomah Falls, and the Columbia River Gorge. Aboard America's newest fleet of modern riverboats, enjoy spacious accommodations where magnificent views await you from your private balcony. Our gracious onboard staff ensures that your voyage will be unforgettable. Begin your journey today with the leader in U.S. river cruising. Visit AmericanCruiseLines.com or call for a free cruise guide, small ship cruising, done perfectly. The Women's College World Series. They dream about this moment their entire careers. Eight teams. Catch a buzz in the car, the office, or at home. It's perfectly legal. 1037 The Buzz. It's your fun and game stages. I know. The Women's College World Series presented by Capital One tonight on ESPN and ESPN Plus. Are your headlights cloudy and oxidized, making your car look bad? Are they underperforming when you need them most? Cerakote's Headlight Restoration Kit restores weathered headlights back to like new and keeps them that way for life. Stop wasting your time with solutions that don't last. Cerakote's kit includes everything you need to go from this to this. Simply wipe away oxidation, give them a light sanding, and apply the ceramic coating. That's it. The true ceramic technology does the rest. They'll restore clarity, look great, and are guaranteed to last. Available at Walmart and Amazon. Homeowners, when your water or sewer line breaks, it's expensive and often not covered by basic homeowners insurance. You could pay thousands. Finding a good contractor can be tough. What, this guy doing the job? With a plan from HomeServe, call us. We'll send a contractor and there's no big bill. Easy. But don't wait. Get a plan from HomeServe before a line breaks. Go online now. Plans from HomeServe start at just $7.99 a month. Call 1-833-458-0108 or visit homeserve.com. Good day. Welcome back to First Day. Coming to you live from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Thanks for being with us. Stephen A, got a quick take for you. Let's get it. Aaron Gordon, yep. a great player and a great teammate. The Nuggets star gifted Jamal Murray a custom diamond pendant before the start of this week's finals to thank Murray for leading Denver this season to the finals. What do you think of the bling? What do you think of the gift? Talk to me. 
Well, I, I like the gift. It's something that Jamal Murray likes to like would like to wear. He likes to floss like that. Aaron Gordon knows his teammate. That's how Jamal Murray rolls, and he definitely deserves it. And it's not to take anything away. Lord knows he probably did something just as well for Jokic. But knowing what Jamal Murray means to this team and knowing how far this team has advanced because of him to some degree, obviously he's giving them his props and letting them recognize, you know, we missed you while you were gone for the better part of the last two seasons. So that was real nice of him to do. And uh, Jamal Murray is definitely deserving of it. And again, it is his style. It is how he flows. Because if it didn't match his style, then it wouldn't yep. matter. But that no, does matter. I love it. Very thoughtful, very unique. Uh, meanwhile, in other NBA news, the Phoenix Suns and Frank Vogel are finalizing a five-year deal to make him the franchise's next coach, delivering him the opportunity to coach stars Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Vogel comes with a 2020 NBA championship as head coach of the Lakers in a history of constructing elite defenses. Now, he's going to be tasked with guiding the Suns back to the finals, and he's got two of the great scorers to ever play this game on his side, as I mentioned, in Booker and Durant, who combined to score the third most points per game in postseason history this past run. Okay, Stephen A. Will the Vogel hire get KD and Booker back to the finals? Um, my answer, honestly, is that I'm not sure because it's not really about Frank Vogel. It's about who they acquire and put on that roster for him to coach. What they have is not enough for him to get them to the finals. I can tell you that much. Not with Denver still in this conference for years to come. But obviously, uh, they need they need additional personnel. But let me say this about Frank Vogel, okay? Frank Vogel's a good coach. And a lot of people gave him a bad rap to some degree. Let's be, let's be very, very clear. The man knows how to coach defense. He's been to three conference finals, eight finals, and he's won an NBA championship. He won 58% of his games in the six years he was in Indy. He won about 56% of his games the three years that he was in Los Angeles. He obviously felt like he should have been there. He felt shafted when he was let go by Jeannie Buss and the Los Angeles Lakers. And he's got a chip on his shoulders. And he's out to prove and remind people what a quality coach he is. It remains to be seen whether he'll pull that off or not. But having Kevin Durant and Devin Booker as your cornerstones for your franchise is certainly a good way to go. But the man does know how to coach a little bit. He's not a scrub coach. He's not ignorant. He knows what he's doing. It's going to be really interesting to see. I'm glad that he got this opportunity for himself. He does have some things to prove. Uh, but I do think that they, it really doesn't come down to him. It comes down to who James Jones or whomever else Ishbia puts in that position, who they're going to put on that roster surrounding Devin Booker and KD because clearly they let go of a lot of bodies and probably won too many bodies, uh, which had a lot to do with why they got they went home early. Well, <clears throat> he's not just a quality coach; he's an exceptional coach. Frank Vogel okay. can coach his ass off. Okay, let's make it very very clear: he can coach his ass off. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have got released from the Lakers, but that's neither here nor there. But when it comes down, in my opinion of bringing out the best in guys, Coach Vogel has that relationship and he's able to do it. We saw him put it together when the Lakers won the championship. We saw him challenge AD at times and get the best version of Anthony Davis. And we know how much of a tall task that could be. Okay, that's number one. My thing is, is this. What are the Phoenix Suns are going to do with DeAndre Ayton? That's the biggest question mark. If they're going to keep DeAndre Ayton, that's going to be the task for Frank Vogel. And I think Frank Vogel can get the best out of DeAndre Ayton. I think at this point, at, at this point, last, at this point, Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton relationship was so far gone that it wasn't no repairing this. But if you could bring Frank Vogel in and now all of a sudden you could get a better version of DeAndre Ayton, that's going to enhance the Phoenix Suns and their chance of winning the championship. We already know what Kevin Durant is going to bring to the table. Hell, we saw D-Book tearing the playoffs uh, up this season. CP3, he comes back. He's healthy. It's going to be DeAndre Ayton and Frank Vogel getting the best out of him if Phoenix decide to keep him. Well, I, I absolutely love this hire for the Phoenix Suns uh, with the people that were available um, I think it's the right move, and I, I, just as important was bringing back Kevin Young, who has been uh, w with Phoenix now for three seasons. 
I, I played for Kevin for two years in Philadelphia. He's the real deal. He's, he's interviewed for a number of head coaching jobs. He's now the highest paid assistant coach in the NBA. Bringing him back was huge. He's got the trust and the confidence of the players. Book has uh, spoken out about you know, his trust and confidence in, in Kevin uh, a number of times. Uh, you guys bring up the, the, the roster issues. and We saw that come to a head in the second round. Uh, I'd, I'd also point out Chris Paul, you know, he's got uh, a, sort of a non-guaranteed or partial guaranteed contract that kicks in, I think, June 30th uh, if they keep him on the roster. So there's a question mark there. There's also a question mark about Chris's age. Uh, he just turned 38. He'll turn 39 next year in the playoffs. But all of that, to me, is secondary to the fact that we're probably, regardless of what happens in this series, we are entering a phase where the Denver Nuggets will be the favorites in the Western Conference going forward for the foreseeable future. They have been the best team in the West this year. Mm -hmm. They went through a tough gauntlet to get to the finals. Their core, their core four guys, Jokic, Murray, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., 28, 27, 26, 24, all just entering or about to enter their primes. There's a long runway in Denver for this team to contend for titles and ultimately every team in the West is going to have to go through Denver. Herc, real quick because we got to go to break. Do well, you agree it, that they're going to be the new standard Denver? I just want to ask JJ a question. Do he think Denver would have beat Phoenix if CP3 was healthy? Yes. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he uh, thinks Denver's the gold standard, right? The next three to five years if they get it done this year. All right, uh, we will leave it there, guys, but we got some other sports action happening. Only four teams remain. The Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City, and we'll have the number one seed, Oklahoma, taking on the number nine seed, Stanford, at noon Eastern on ESPN, ESPN Plus. If Stanford wins that game, they'll play a win-or-go-home game right after. If the Sooners win the first game, they'll be in the Women's College World Series Best of Three Finals. That starts Wednesday on ESPN. Up next, the Nuggets got burned by the Heat in the fourth quarter, and Michael Malone went off on his squad after the game. You don't want to miss the fellas' reaction. Plus, speaking of the Heat, they've been missing playoff Jimmy's fire on offense, but find out why someone here thinks he's doing just enough to secure a ring for Miami. We get into it. We've all been there. All of a sudden, your check engine light comes on. Insurance covers your vehicle from accidents, but did you know it doesn't cover expensive breakdowns? If your manufacturer's warranty is expired or is about to run out, you'll be on the hook for unexpected repairs. A broken AC unit costs over $1,800, transmission over $3,000, and an engine over $4,000. Breakdowns used to mean paying thousands out of pocket, until now. As a mechanic, I always recommend my customers have an auto protection plan. You never know when a breakdown can strike, and you need coverage you can count on. Endurance has been putting money back in Americans' pockets for nearly two decades, and their plans are crafted by real auto experts like me. That's why they're the only company I trust. No matter how many miles your car has, if it's under 20 years old, Endurance has you covered. That means insurance plus Endurance equals total protection. If you break down, just choose the local repair shop you trust. Endurance pays them directly. No complicated paperwork, no checks in the mail. Endurance takes care of all of it for you. Your plan even covers 24-7 roadside assistance. If you break down, Endurance jumps your battery, tows, delivers gas, changes a flat, unlocks your car, and more. Call now and we'll upgrade you to an Endurance Elite membership free with thousands of dollars of benefits at no extra cost. Endurance is the number one trusted expert in vehicle protection, recommended by Consumer Affairs and highly rated by customers on major review sites. We offer affordable down payments, low monthly plans, flexible terms, and a money-back guarantee. At Endurance, we administer our own plans, meaning no middleman and no runaround. So don't drive another second without auto protection from the experts at Endurance. Call 800-580-1698 for a free price quote. That's 800-580-1698.
Are you ready for a fresh new bath or shower? Well, now is the best time with 50% off installation and no interest and no payments for one year. Hi, I'm Christina, and it's time to flip your old worn-out bath or shower with Jacuzzi Bath Remodel today. Everyone knows the Jacuzzi brand. They're the most trusted name in water for over 60 years. But did you know they can install a gorgeous bath or shower that feels incredible in as little as one day? It's no stress and no mess with a lifetime warranty. Now let's talk beauty. You deserve to start and end your day in a beautiful space that... Sports. 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 We've got that wood. I got that wood. And much more than you can handle on 103.7 The Buzz. KBZ Little Rock beauty that I love at a price you can afford. And how about safety? Like an ultra-low-profile, easy-entry shower complete with grab bars and a custom-designed seat. You deserve safety and peace of mind without sacrificing style. Because with all the worries in daily life, taking a shower shouldn't be one of them. Every time I stepped over my old tub, I worried I might fall. I don't have those fears anymore. Jacuzzi Bath Remodel gave me a gorgeous shower that's safe, too. I've been trying to get him to remodel that bath for years. I called, and they didn't just one day. And at a price we could afford. With one call to Jacuzzi Bath Remodel, you can effortlessly transform that old, ugly eyesore into the stunning bath or shower of your dreams that you'll love for years to come. Call or go online now to JacuzziBathRemodel.com to get 50% off installation. Plus, ask how you may qualify for no interest and no payments for 12 months. And when you call right now, we'll give you our complete safety upgrade for free. Go to JacuzziBathRemodel.com or call 800-993-4841. That's 800-993-4841. Call now. Boston, New York. It's the real deal. It's Yankees, Red Sox again. Aaron Judge. He's a game changer. Devers, no doubt about it. It's the same rivalry, but it may be better than ever. This is Premier Baseball. Give us Red Sox, Yankees. Join us at Yankee Stadium on Sunday Night Baseball. The Nuggets had the game under control for most of it, including being up by as much as 15 points halfway through the second. Then the Heat caught fire, storming all the way back to tie the game in the third before outscoring the Nuggets in the fourth, 36 to 25, behind 10 points from Duncan Robinson. All hope wasn't lost, however, as Nuggets had a chance to send the game to overtime with a game-tying three, a shot which Murray took over Butler but missed from the rim and uh, ending the game and tying the series one-to-one. Here's Nuggets coach Mike Malone on his team's effort. Uh, let's talk about effort. I mean, this is the NBA Finals and we're talking about effort. That's a huge concern of mine. You know, we had guys out there that were just whether feeling sorry for themselves for not making shots or thinking they can just turn it on or off. Um, this is not the preseason. This is not the regular season. It's not round, this is the NBA Finals. And that, to me, is really, really perplexing, disappointing. Jay, you talked earlier about the resilience of the Miami Heat, Heat culture. On the other side of it, is effort the biggest reason the Heat beat the Nuggets? I don't believe so. And to me... That was directed at Michael Porter.